What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Yanks the Cop. Um, for all of you that joined our, our walk along, thank you so much for joining that. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, Mahomie and I had a blast, and unfortunately, we didn't come away with the with the victory. But, um, Mahomie, well, what did you uh, overall think of this one? Actually, before we get into that, we um, just want to quickly mention that um, you know there was news that came out that the Madrid bus was smashed. Um, I, I think these things happen all the time in, in, in football. Um, Liverpool have obviously been highlighted in recent seasons, but um, obviously no, you know that shouldn't be condoned at any point. We don't want to disrespect our, our opposition and, and stuff like that. So, um, but let's get into the game. Um, what, what, what did you think of it overall, Wahomi? Um, obviously, with start, the starting lineup, I was a bit surprised overall. You know, like, I was surprised, obviously, that I thought Thiago would have started. Um, I did want Milner starting. I said, if I played, we played a 4 3 3, I said, I want Milner starting. But I was surprised that he didn't go Thiago and Milner Fabinho. But I understood, obviously, the fact that he wanted to press the hell out of Madrid. You know, and I think, you know, Jota, I can understand as well, coming off the bench because I think Jota wasn't that good in Madrid. And I think a lot of times Jota's looked better when he's come off the bench for us and scored goals rather than when he started. Um, so I understood the Jota on the bench. Uh, but I understand obviously a lot of fans were upset the fact that they weren't starting or that he should have gone with a 4-2-3-1 formation. Um, but I think in the first half, you look at it, like... The pressing worked. Madrid couldn't get out of the box, you know, and we were pen we had them penned in for a lot. And you know, realistically, look you know, when you look at that selection, Klopp can't ask much more. Like, you know, Salah had two simple chances where he should have scored. You know, the first one, when Mane passed the ball to him, he had the whole goal to sh to shoot and he shoots straight at the keeper. Then he had the other one where he, you know, I think like I said before during the game, it was 17, 18 scores. The second one he has as well. And then there's also the Ginny chance where the Ginny should have scored. So the first half, really, Klopp's would have been proven right if one of, any one of them had taken their simple chances. So, you know, I know people are going to be obviously annoyed and, you know, there are people saying Klopp out, which is a massive reaction. Um, and there are people who are slagging off the team. But in the first half, you know, we should have been freedom up and out of sight. So, you know, we can only have a... It's a tale of our season where, we, you know, sometimes we're not taking our chances or we've been sloppy defensively, you know, it is what it is, you know, it is disappointing, you know, so I do feel Sophie's pain. Yeah, I think um, the amount that Klopp got wrong in the in the first leg with starting Naby Keita and starting Jota, I think he got right in this second leg. I thought that Starting Mil, you know, a lot of people uh, balked at at Milner starting in, in midfield. You know, I was I was con you know questioning why Tiago was start wasn't starting, but you saw it immediately in the first two minutes of the game. You know, Milner's press, Genie's press, Fabinho's press is much better as a unit with Firmino helping out than if Tiago was in there, and that is just so evident to me when you saw what happened in the second half. We just lost all intensity when all of us our supporters were asking for Klopp to make some changes, finally make some changes, and we lose all the intensity out of the game. We lost, you know, you know, we weren't seeing any challenges anymore. Tiago was late to pretty much every every press that was, you know, humanly possible. Jota, I thought, was the 
probably the worst player in the pitch. He couldn't string a pass together. I think he had one decent opportunity where he beat somebody uh, off a quick dribble. But other than that, I thought he was absolutely atrocious. Um, and we, we just kind of, we just kind of lost faith there at the end. Unfortunately, we, we absolutely lost faith. And, um, you know, now we just need to focus on the top four. I mean, hats off to Zidane, hats off to Real Madrid. They, they proved that they're the, the champions league team that we all knew that they were. And, uh, even without their best players and Ramos and Ferran and Carvajal and all these guys, they still came in and, and, and won the, won the, um, won the tie. So, um, you know, like tip your cap to them. They they were professional. You know, they you know they weren't diving to the ground or anything like. You didn't really see much of that, which was which was good to see. But um, yeah, it, it's tough. It's a tough loss. It's it's tough to see us out. But in this mm -hmm. season, the fact that we made it to the quarterfinals with all of our injuries and had this opportunity that we had tonight, you know, it's still it's still it's good to be a Liverpool fan. But you know, like when you think about the salad chances, why do you feel that someone who's normally so like prolific um who's um normally rises for the big occasion seller why do you think of a big night like tonight he misses those simple chances that's it was, tonight was very unmost Salah like I, I i don't understand like especially the first chance money put it on a plate for him and he put it in the center of the goal it made it was a routine save for uh for coutois and i, I just don't i just don't understand and then he missed he just wasn't himself tonight. I don't know. He looked good off the dribble. His passing was accurate. I thought he played well in that sense. But in terms of finishing, he was just absolutely just wasn't up to the most solid that we've known in, re in seasons past. That you know, it's just I don't know what it was. And maybe he needed the fans there. Uh, I don't know. He scored 28 goals this year altogether. So um, yeah, I mean, Ronnie Jacobs. I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty upset about the. I'm pretty upset about the tie. I, I really am. Um, I'm not going to smash my TV over it. I'm really not. I just think that's a waste of money, to be honest. And I don't want to. I don't want to do that. So, I'm sorry that I didn't smash my TV. But, um, but yeah, what did you think about Salah? I think, like I said before, you know, I love Salah. I don't want him to go. I want him to sign a new contract and stuff. But I said, like, he's a great goal scorer. It's not clinical. You know, because he needs a lot of times, um, four, three or four chances to score a goal. Sometimes Salah. You know, because, you know, and I think that's the, the one criticism of him is the fact that he needs those chances to score a goal when he should just be clinical. He should have buried that chance. Even the second half, there was a bit where he had the ball and he went, he went on for like um, two extra touches. And I felt like he just hits that first time because when he has a second touch, then another touch, it allows the defender to come back and get a tackle in. So I felt like um, Salah should have done better tonight like you know i'm not gonna scapegoat because i think also like Ginny missed a, a great chance then i thought we were forcing it too many times you know i thought you know like i thought bobby should have done better with the header he had um and we were just forcing the ball too much in the second half and i think that's what really really affected us like we kind of just trying so hard to force it with passes and it, it just doesn't work just gonna free reach on the chat um yeah eve if only they had the same amount of energy from that in the first leg. Yeah, that's true. You know, and I, that's why I said in the first leg, I felt that Milner should have started the first leg because I felt that we missed leadership. And I felt like tonight, Milner comes away from this game with full credit. I would have taken off Milner um, at the six-minute mark. I would have taken off Ginny instead um, because I felt that Milner was giving us that organisation. He was controlling, he was 
controlling the game in terms of keep, helping us keep possession of the ball. He was getting good tackles in, and he was right in the Madrid players. You know, so I think like when he went off, we lost energy. The energy he was bringing. So I felt that obviously affected us. Um, oh, Oscar Marquez, I want you, your money's worth from that shirt. But it's time to clear up. Look, I know Marnie's had a pulse at the bad seasons today, um, and the same with Firmino, but I wouldn't sell either of them this summer, you know, because I'm not going to discredit all the amazing stuff they've done for us um, over the last two to three years for us. You know, they've been playing, you know, Marnie's played, I think, over like 140 games without any rest. So, of course, it's going to catch up with him. You know, the same with Bobby. They played a lot of games without any rest. Now, to say that they're now bad players because they've had a poor season, that's just reactionary and I think I think it's poor in poor insight. You know, you know, Marlin just needs a rest. Let's say with Bobby and they'll come back recharged. But I wouldn't say either of them. And I, same thing with um Robertson and Trent. Of course they're world class. You know, Robertson and Trent don't go from being the two best fullbacks last season when we were in the league title to not being I think that's very reactionary. And I think like, I think that's your opinion. Fair enough. But I think I think I don't I think you do I don't I don't think you're talking about mate because we think they're not world class now is a one bad season then you know you know that's like saying walker was a world class last season when we won the league title or kevin de Bruyne was a world class when we won the league title last season so you know i think it'd been very reactionary what's going on i, I didn't hear anything no there, you're saying that we need, to clear out Marnie, we need to clear out Marnie and bobby and that rob uh, robertson of trent are never world class anymore I think that's very reactionary. I thought Mane played – maybe it's just me. I thought Mane played really well tonight. I thought uh, – especially in that first half, I thought he was absolutely fantastic. He fed Mo, I think, twice for two opportunities, and Mo missed them both. So I, I thought Mane, you know, looked like the Mane of old tonight. Um, second half, he, he, you know, drifted off a little bit, but so did the whole team. You know, once those – once Klopp made those changes, the intensity was gone. And uh, that's unfortunate. I, I don't blame the subs. I don't blame Klopp. I think Klopp did the right thing, but the subs – they couldn't match the intensity of the game. Everything slowed down, and that's more of the pace that Real Madrid wanted to play. In terms of Robertson and Trent, you know, I thought Robertson was okay tonight. I thought Trent was phenomenal. I thought Trent was one of our best players. You know, he was whipping in crosses. He was winning the ball back. You know, he, he played well defensively overall. So I, I don't know how people are really complaining too much about it. And, you know, I agree with Akiri. I, I don't understand why people are saying clop out. Yeah, I mean, if you look at this season, we lost – probably the world's best center back. We lost one of England's top two center backs. We lost uh, a great center back in, in Joel Matip. Yeah, uh, We lost Dayon Lovren at the start of the summer and we've had 28, I think it's, I think it's 28 different center back partnerships. We lost Fabinho for a little while. Like this is always going to be a tough season. And yeah, I'm, I'm definitely disappointed about this result. I think it was somewhat expected, which makes it, I get maybe a little easier, but the fact that we've had this difficult of a season and we're still in the race for top four. I don't know how you can really complain about it too, too much. So doing some of these chats, I don't think it was just a Sudan masterclass tonight at all because Sudan, Madrid should have been 3-0 down at half time. That's not really a masterclass. Liverpool just poor finishing today. And in the first leg, we were just, as good as Madrid were with their three goals, we were shocking in our first leg. But I'm not going to take anything away from Madrid. They deserve to go through. They're the better team of the two legs. Um, Sophie says she can't be mad when we performed very well, just we weren't able to score. The first leg, first leg has hurt us. Yeah, I did. I agree. The first leg did hurt us. Gandhi said we had a chance to take them, being our story all season, which I agree. Salah again, he needs five chances to score one. He needs a chance of a chance to get. Yeah, it's true. Salah doesn't need a lot of chances to score, but 
you know, he is he's still our top goal scorer and he has been most consistent in terms of scoring over 20 goals every season for now the past four seasons. Not many players around the Premiership are doing that. Um, Ronnie Jacobs says, I've been a six-six holder since 94. Respect for that. Steven Sars says, we let it all on the pitch tonight, but unfortunately we let ourselves too much to do. We let ourselves too much to do. Another night could have been different. Almost an upwards, 100%, mate. You know, I think like if we had the fans tonight, we, we would go free, but it's just one of those things. Oscar Marcus, Salah failed as Madrid audition. Salah's not going Madrid. You know, he doesn't want to leave Liverpool. So I don't I think I don't know where you're going with Salah um Felix Madrid audition. He signed your contract this summer. Um Klopp out sleeping in the car tonight as my girls and my United fan, the pain and struggle. Yeah, it's a pain for all of us, but it's football. You know, you have your ups and downs. You know, and that's been the that's the way Liverpool is. You know, we, I've been a Liverpool fan for like thirty four years now. So, yeah. you know, we've had we have our highs, we have our lows. It's all, all the banter and all the Making fun of just part. I, I just want to get to one here. Uh, it's a little further ahead from where you are, but Blade Brown said we can't keep making excuses. Every team gets injuries. We need to wake up here. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree in a sense. Like we can't keep making excuses, but look at what happened to Man City last season. They they lost to us by 18 points when they lost Laporte, and they had to put Fernandinho back there. You know, we're still in a top four race. We're two point two or three points behind West Ham and, and, and Chelsea. We still have a def, We still have a huge opportunity here to make the top four. And that's with 28 different center back partnerships. 28 different center back partnerships have such an impact on the rest of the team. It's not even funny. City had one different change and all of a sudden their season was in shambles. So don't, I mean, you got to look at it from that perspective, in my opinion. And, and, and I'll say this, like R Ronnie Jacob says Madrid had no Verano Maros. Yes, Madrid had injuries, but Madrid have much better squad depth than us. You know, we have to also be realistic as well. They have much better depth than us in terms of, you know, who they can bring in. We're bringing in you know, realistically, Kabak and Phillips, who've done well, but they'll probably be like our fourth and fifth choice centre-backs. You know, Madrid had the third, fourth, sorry, centre-backs to pick from. So, you know, their depth is much more better than us. They, you know, Madrid are much richer club than us. You know, they're always in the top two of Deloitte's uh, richest clubs in, in the world. So, you know, we are competing at a different level to Madrid. Madrid can go out and probably get an Mbappe this summer. We're, we're not that level. We are level in terms of we can win trophies at Madrid, but we're not at the level in terms of squad depth. So it's a massive difference. Um, so, you know, just... Um, I, I just don't understand why all these people are saying clop out. Like, it just doesn't make, it doesn't make well, any sense. I, yeah. I think, let them, let them say it, you know. Everyone else, yeah. please match your 16 of you, please smash that like button and also make sure you subscribe and tell your friends about us because that's going to help us grow this channel. To help us bring more amazing guests and bring more amazing content, and we really appreciate your support. So much love for the chat being popping again, you know. And we we appreciate all all opinions, whether yeah. you're clop in, clop out, whether you're rival, you know, you know, if you're going to come in here and give us banter, it's all part of it. So you know, all opinions are welcome. Yeah, Anthony said your thoughts. Front three, Mane's now 29, Firmino's 30, Salah's 29, squad now aging with Hendo at 30, Thiago 30, Van Dijk 30. Are you worried at all about this? Could it be the last we see your team's front three? Yeah, I think it's it's a concern that they're all, you know, that they, we've reached this stage. And that's why I think that Klopp has stayed on as manager. That's why he re-signed that contract until 2024 is because he want, he knows that that's, that's the case. And he knows that he, he needs to stay in order to see that transition for the next manager. He doesn't want to just up, hit, up in arms, just, just leave Liverpool and leave us stranded and just be left with this aging squad. Like he hundred percent knows that. So he's going to stay this summer. I think FSG knows that we're going to go on like a, 
what we can a little spending spree. We're probably going to sell a lot of players. We're going to, uh, there's going to be some movement at Liverpool this summer. I think if we can keep the foundations in, in, you know, foundation together, we sign maybe one or two attackers. I think we're revamped and ready to go for next season. I think we're challenging city for the title again. I really do. Especially if we get Van Dyke back, if we get Gomez back, if we get, get another center back. I think, I think it's looking really, really good. Uh, I agree with that. I mean, of course, the age concern of our squad is a concern, but there's only so much we can do in one summer. You know, and I don't think we're in the position right now to sell Bobby, Marnie, and Salah um, this summer. And I think we need to keep them all and add an extra forward to them. I think what we're going to need to do is, like you're saying, like we, we don't. It's not a lot we need. You know, we we, don't just, we just need another centre back, another midfielder, another wide forward, um, or striker. You know, realistically, and then we're we're back on in terms of, you know, challenging City and challenging for big honours. You know, of course, it's been a tough season, but to be still in top four race, it's huge for me. You know, especially that you know we some of us thought it was over, you know, a lot last month. So we we just have to keep going and keep positive. You know, like top four still within our grasps, and you know, of course, Klopp and FSG are going to be looking at evolving the team, but. You know, we just we we don't we're not in the position to do it all in one summer, and we don't have the funds to do it. Although you know, you could question we should have the funds, but we you know it is what it is. We know what how the club is run and our model. Uh, but but just going back to the match, Andrew. Um, at the end of that first half, like we we obviously felt that you know we had those big chances where we should have really been three 0 down. You know, at that point, you know, of course, you know how I was in the, in the watch long. You know, you kept telling me to be more positive and stop moaning. You know, and I found it hard because I was just getting frustrated because it reminded me of the Athletic Madrid game last like, uh, t- two years ago, last year, where we, you know, although the Athletic Madrid we scored, we missed so many chances we should have been outside. And I felt tonight it was reminded in that sense of we didn't score, but we missed so many chances. Like, going into that half with the chances we missed, how did you feel going into that second half, into the half time? And did you really believe in the second half we were going to come back and score and get the goals? Because I felt in that first half, we put a lot of energy into it and I think that's where our chance was gone in that first half. We had to, I thought we had to go in the half with a goal, go up to, to go through. I don't think, I think expecting us to score two in the second half was, was a step too far. Yeah. I mean, what was the, what was the score in the Barcelona game? It was one, nothing at halftime, right? And we scored yeah. three, we scored three in the second half. Yeah. I mean, you, you could be just judging from, I, I mean, just going off that, I, I thought that, I, I think we really should have scored in that first 20 minutes. We, we really had Madrid pinned down. The crowd's there. It's a different story. But, you know, our, our chances really screwed us. But to answer your question, going into the second half, I was, I was fairly optimistic. I thought the boys did everything right. I thought they played their game. I thought that they definitely missed some chances. But I thought that Klopp set them up to succeed. They were succeeding. They just needed to finish everything off, and they just they didn't do that in the first half. So I was I was feeling optimistic in going into the second half. I thought that if we could get something before seventy minutes, then that would really put Madrid under a lot of pressure. And it we did continue that pressure into the second half. You know, I think it was in the fifty fifth minute. We we had a lot of chances up until then, and then all of a sudden Milner comes off, and Tiago comes on, Jota comes on, and. Kabak comes off and all of a sudden it's a, it's a, it's a different game. And we kind of went back into the way we played in that first leg. It just, it wasn't as fluid. There wasn't as much pressure on Madrid. 
Madrid seems seemed much more comfortable. And ultimately, I just think the the, the subs really lacked the intensity, unfortunately. And, and sometimes that happens. Sometimes, you know, it's very difficult for a sub to come on and, you know, you're, you're cold coming off the bench and all of a sudden you're, you're, you're expected to, you know, really put in a, a 10 out of 10 performance. And that just wasn't the case tonight, unfortunately. Yeah, just going back to the chat, like Eve M says, uh, bringing players, integrate them to the sp- into the side, learn from the current crop before they leave this ideal situation. I fully agree. And I think that's why we need to bring new players in, but keeping bulk of the core good players and move out the players like, you know, like like a Shaq, Origi, Minamino, Ox, Kate, and move out those players that we don't really need that surplus. Uh, Steven... Yeah. I, I agree. With, I completely agree with Eve. That is a that's that's exactly why Klopp is staying. It's because he understands that he knows that we need to keep that core, that that foundation around, so that they can learn. I mean, look how you know having James Milner in the side. The guy's thirty five years old, but look what he did tonight. You know, I you know I actually think that Genie One Album can be that type of player. I don't think he's going to be. I think he's going to leave this summer. But you know, I think having some of those those core players around, like Henderson as well, is it, is just massive for the younger players, especially when we'll likely see some transfers in this summer. Yeah, and I just want to go to Steven Stodd's point. Like, there's some fickle people in this chat, these so-called fans that were, weren't saying anything when we were winning the Premier League and the Champions League. And it is, it's true. You know, there's a great saying, if you can't support us when we are losing or when we're, when we're down, then don't support us when we're winning. You know, because, you know, Liverpool, the whole point of walk along is you, you, you support us through thick and thin. And I totally understand the frustration of people, the fact that we're out of the Champions League, you know, I'm gutted too. I was thinking of number seven, Istanbul, um, and I totally get that. But at the same time, I think a lot of people are now just saying, oh, get rid of our players that they're not good enough. It's very reactionary and it's not, you're very short-sighted, you know. And I've seen, obviously, people criticising Milner. Look, Milner's 35, but he played well today. We look more organised and more, you know, more disciplined with him there. And Madrid, actually, players didn't like the fact Milner was in their face because they don't like that kind of player. You know, so I think, like, People say Milner was rubbish tonight when watching the same game. You know, and I get it's frustrating, but the real frustration was the fact that we didn't take our chances rather than criticizing other players. Because if if Salah or Ginny score their goals, it's a different game, and none of you are complaining about the fact that over the lineup or the, the fact that you know how the game turned out if they take the chances. So you know, I think, I mean, I think dude, they're they're just trolls. Like I'm not even going to respond to them anymore. Last thing I'll say is one person in the chat said that Andy Carroll should never have been sold. So uh, that's kind of where I'm just going to leave it. That's absolutely ridiculous statement. But um, that's hey, that's his opinion. If he truly believes that, then that that's great. Good good for you. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I thought that um, I thought Milner was fantastic tonight. He didn't show his age at all. You could see how 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 frustrated the Madrid midfielders were. I mean, think about Tony Cruz tonight. How many times did we say Tony Cruz's name tonight? I didn't hear I didn't see him make one one great pass or anything like that. There was so much pressure on him. And you know, he was subbed, he was he was yanked off in the 70th minute. So I mean, great job for the midfield on on Tony Cruz. Modric was, you know, he played a Modric game. I thought he actually played pretty well, but you know, he was relatively quiet. Um, you could see that Benzema was frustrated. We did everything that we could have done. We just unfortunately, just like Atletico Madrid last year, sometimes these things happen and we can't put the ball in the back in the net. Yeah, just want to say uh, congratulations on 300 subs, by the way. We could have done it without you, J-Doc, and everyone in the chat and everyone who follows us and, you know, loves Yangs the Cops. So, you know, you know, we're only where we at because of you. So onwards and upwards to 500, and let's do it together and then get to 1,000. So we appreciate all the love and support. 
Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Julian, same to you, man. Appreciate it, Julian. Yeah, yeah so JG, I think I, JG yeah. thanks so much for joining us, man. Safe ride home. Yeah, safe. Take, take, guys, no, safe. No, on to the next show. We'll see you for the Leeds game. So just, you know, just going on that, you know, um, in the second half, did you feel um, that uh, we were just forcing it at times? Especially, you know, so I totally agree because we were saying we wanted, you know, the subs, you know, I was quite advocate we needed the subs on. You know, I thought I felt we needed Thiago and Jota. But for me, I felt that Milo should have stayed on the game. Now, I don't know if obviously it was um, fitness-wise or tactical-wise that he can only last 60 minutes, but I felt Milo should have stayed on the game. But being as May, Jota and Thiago, when they came on, offered nothing and were very poor. You know, I think when they came on, we lost all the momentum and we just went from creating chances to just forcing it. You know, the amount of times I saw Bobby or Trent or Salah or, you know, or Ginny just trying to force it with an overhit pass or underhit pass. I just became frustrated in the second half. Like Madrid started to just get comfortable for me in the sense that they knew that Liverpool weren't going to create anything. And when we did create chances, our finishing was poor. Because I think Bobby should have scored a header or should have hit the target. I think Salah should have shot his chance first time instead of taking like three touches, which killed it. I think Joe had a chance where he should have headed the ball across goal instead of trying to head it on goal. So it was a combination of we forcing it. And when we did have the few chances, we um, just were, were indecisive and not clinical enough. So how do you feel overall in terms of that second half? Yeah, I mean, we, we were definitely forcing it. I thought that um, it was like right, right when the subs came in, I think the rest of the team realized that we are we are likely going to be out. And that's when we really like, we're just, it's kind of like in American football when you just throw the ball along and you're, it's called the Hail Mary. You know, you just throw the ball, it's a Hail Mary. That's kind of what they were doing in, in the in the Real Madrid half. They were just trying to force it. They were trying to thread the needle, find these, find these chances. And it actually, it ended up coming off a couple of times. You know, Salah had that huge chance where he took way too many touches and, you know, Trent, I thought Trent was, you know, putting in some really good crosses, like the one with Jota that you mentioned, but yeah, when you're forcing it like that, it's just, re it's just desperation at its finest. And Madrid did well and coped with the pressure. I mean, unfortunately there weren't, you know, 50,000 fans adding to that pressure. Uh, maybe that would have been a different story, but yeah, when you're when you're chasing a game like that, you're going to make mistakes and you're going to lose your head a little bit and you're going to think that you can make this pass and squeeze it in there and hope and pray and when you're in that position, you very rarely you very rarely win with that mentality. So, it was just it's just a tough second half. It really was. We we needed something in the first half or in the first 10 minutes of the second half for anything to to be realistic. Yeah, that's that was a thinking. I felt like we needed like I said, we needed a goal in the first 10 minutes of the second half to um, ensure that we had um, qualify that we that we, we we put Madrid under pressure, and I think as soon as we got to like the 65 minute or this that mark and we hadn't scored, I felt it was going away from us, and I felt like we just it was just not going to be our day, you know. And but overall, you know, like we went to this game thinking like, can we keep a clean sheet against Madrid at Anfield, and we did, you know, because yeah. we actually kept Madrid. I know um, Benzema had that chance we hit the post in the first half, but I think that was deflected. And I think it wasn't, you know, um, other than that, I don't think, I don't really think they, he had a free header in the second half as well, where he should have scored. But overall, I think we kept him at bay. And I think Trent did really well against Vinicius Jr. He never he had um, any luck today. And then also, even when Fabinho went to centre-back, 
he kind of covered Vinicius Jr. There's one time when Vinicius Jr. was one on one, and he covered him. So I felt like, in terms of defensive defensive point today, I thought we did well. I think what let us down is the attacking wise. You know, and that's what kind of been a tale of our season in terms of like the games would have been really good defensively, poor attacking wise, and the games have been a good attacking wise, but they're poor defensively. So it's not like there's very few games when we've been good both sides defensively and attacking wise. You know, um, yeah, I, thought, I thought Eve said it perfectly. She said when the time starts to wind down, players can't help but start to take pop shots, uh, pop shots, uh, especially when you're trying to come back. I mean, that's that's 100 it for me. Like you just you just start to be you start to be desperate, and you saw even with Klopp's late substitutions, he brought on Ox, brought on Shaq, and you know they just didn't have the impact either. Um, although Ox looked like he really wanted it, he was showing he was showing some some passion and some aggressiveness, but. Um, yeah, overall, I thought we defended really well. I thought that Kabak and, and Phillips, I mean, they received a lot of criticism after that first leg, and you know, both of us, both of us were included in that more so you than me. But um, I, th- I thought that they played they played really well tonight. I thought that um, you know they definitely they definitely gave you know they covered. The, I wouldn't say they covered themselves in glory or anything like that tonight, but I thought they played well. They, they played against the top striker in Benzema. They frustrated Benzema. Um, even, even Phillips covering for Trent at times, you know, there was a couple times when he was one-on-one with Vinicius and, uh, you know, he, he didn't, he didn't look like he was mismatched. He really held his own. So I think those guys should be, should stand up and, and be, and be proud. And it, honestly, it's, it's great. It's a great experience for them to keep a clean sheet, uh, against Real Madrid in the Champions League quarterfinal. So I, I think it's props to them. They, they played really well. Yeah. I'm, and I'm not, I'm not going to take any, any, any away from them. Like, yeah, Madrid are a very good team. Um, you know, they're still, you know, despite the age of certain players there, they're still very good in terms of quick, quick frame of mind and thought. You know, and you know, going forward, obviously for me, you know, fair play to them. I hope Madrid or PSG win it, and not an English team wins it. I don't want Chelsea or City anywhere near the Champions League title winners. So, you know, hopefully, for me, I'm going for Madrid PSG final. Um, and I definitely think this Madrid team will kick out Chelsea. Um, so, you know, onwards and upwards uh, for Liverpool. I'm just going back. I think Gravik Garov is like, when he says that we need to win all games now, you know, I'm actually quite positive the top four because I think, like, if you told us, like, a month back we'd be two points off when, you know, there were, you know, we were miles, we were like eight, eight or nine points behind Leicester. We were, you know, there were so many teams ahead of us, it was mad. If you're saying now we're two points behind Chelsea, who've got harder running, you know, I don't see why you're, you're, you're still doubting us, you know, getting top four. I don't, I don't see it unless you're just being really negative for no reason. I don't see why. Like Leicester now back in it. So that way, that win, that win by Leicester, by West Ham was huge because it brought Leicester back in it. We know how Leicester are bottle jobs. Spurs are out of it. West Ham, as good as they West Ham have been, I'm still not convinced they, they see it over the line. I think West Ham, they've still got, they've got Chelsea, They've got difficult games that they'll come and start, and they've got and they and their injuries are piling up. They've got another injury, so I'm not convinced West Ham will see it. So I think there's two Champions League blocks up for grabs here, you know. So you know, I definitely feel Leicester are going to fall down with their hard fixtures. So I'm actually quite positive we're going to get top four. So for me, I don't think this. Yes, you know, it's disappointing without the Champions League. I'm not going to say sit here and say, um, I'm you know I'm not upset. Of course, I'm furious that we've without the Champions League, but you know, like, we have to still try and look at the positives here and not just go into despair and 
just you know give up top four still on and we can still and we're, we're still great shout of getting top four i don't see why we can't go on and get top four now you know yeah. so I think especially with, with today's performance, uh, especially in that first half, they can take away some positives. I mean, yeah, everybody's pissed off and, and sad they're kicked out of the Champions League. But I think Sophie said it best. She said, let's put it this way, at the height of our injury crisis, none of us thought we'd even get to the quarterfinal. That's what it is for me. Like I said that with, when we were on a, a yesterday. Uh, the fact that we're even in this position, that we were in the position to with the opportunity to win a quarterfinal second leg against Real Madrid at home, the fact that we are – two to three points behind West Ham and Chelsea for the race of the top four. The amount of injuries that we've had, 28 different center back partnerships, that has a huge effect on the team, has a huge effect on the fullbacks, huge effect on the goal, on the keeper. So all these things, I think that we should be, we should be happy where we are at the moment. I mean, yeah, we're not happy about the, the Champions League loss, but the fact that we can still get top four with the amount of, with the, with the amount of issues that we've had this year, you know, we could be like freaking Arsenal, you know, <laughs> like, thank God we're not in that position. Could, it, you know, could that, be yeah. it really could be. And the fact, it, it, the good news is, is that the results are in our hands. They really are. Like we have all the power. If we can play well the rest of the season, then we're going to make top four. If not, then we won't. That, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Uh, let's go back to the game as well. What did you make of the forwards uh, performances tonight? I thought the first half, I thought they were really, I thought they played really well. I thought Firmino, I, I said it, I said it in our halftime speech in the watch along. I thought Firmino looked back like he was back to his best. Yeah, he, he might have missed an opportunity or two. Um, Mane, I thought was, he looked like he had a lot of confidence. He was going up, going at Valverde constantly. Um, he was, you know, he gave Mo an absolute, absolute sitter to finish and he just couldn't do it. And I thought Salah, although he missed those chances, you know, he was putting himself, his, he was putting himself in the right positions. And I thought he was handling the ball well. He was controlling the ball well. He was retaining possession. He was distributing well. He, they All three of them, I think, were doing all the right things. They just couldn't finish the ball. And sometimes that happens. It's just unfortunate. So the fact I, I thought that something was going to happen in the second half, it didn't. And then Jota, I don't know why more people are going at Jota. You want to go to all of these other players like Mane and Firmino and Salah, all these other players. Nobody's saying a lick about Jota, and Jota was horrendous. Jota was, the, in my opinion, the worst player on the pitch. He was absolutely awful. So I, I don't know. I, you know, I, I love Jota. I, thought he, I think he's been great this season. But, you know, I thought the front three played well overall. And then in the second half, once the subs came on, the whole team kind of deflated. That That's what happened for me. Yeah, I think I agree with you there. I think, like, in the first one, I thought Bobby looked really good in terms of pressing and in terms of passing the ball. Um, I thought um, Marnie in the first half was trying hard, making things work. You know, he, he should have had an assist because Salah should have scored. You know, so I thought Marnie did play well in the first half. Um, I thought Salah, his overall game was, was good. It's just... His finishing was shocking. Um, and I thought after the second half, we lost momentum. And I thought like when the subs came on, we lost we lost our initiative and then we just um couldn't we couldn't get the final pass or final shot off that would go on and allow us to get back in his game. So I felt like um yeah, I agree with Eve. It was the best I've seen in Marnie in a long time. I thought Marnie did play well today, so I don't see why people are coming for him. So I don't think that people are scapegoating tonight. And I don't think, 
you know, I'm not going to scapegoat Jota because I think Jota didn't play well at all tonight or Thiago. Um, but I don't think I don't think it's tonight to start picking the blame at one player right. or two players. I think tonight yeah. collectively, overall, the whole team wasn't good enough. And overall, over the two legs, the whole team wasn't good enough over the two legs. You know, we weren't good enough in Spain and we weren't good enough tonight. So it's not just picking on one player because, you know, if we're going to go for Salah, we wouldn't be in the top four race towards for Salah still. So um, his goal. So, you know, it's annoying. I'm not going to lie. Um, and it's, you know, I, I definitely know, feel everyone's pain and frustration. But, you know, like we just have to pick ourselves up and and go go again Monday for Leeds. You know, like Liverpool have been good at bouncing back. So we've got a tough game with Leeds. We've, got, we've just got to bounce back. Um, but, you know, before I go on, everyone who's in the chat, make sure you smash the like button because 15 of you in the chat. So smash the like button. We appreciate it. It helps us get a shout to more people. Um, so we appreciate it. Let's, uh, make- sorry, okay. let's, let's go through uh, player ratings. I'm really interested to see what you think about the player ratings and what um, the chat thinks. Because the chat's been okay. on one today. <laughs> the chat's been absolutely on one today. Yeah, um, so chat, chat, we're gonna uh, we're gonna go through some player ratings. We're gonna give our ratings, and if you guys want, just type in a number with uh, each player that we that we call out. So, um, well, homie, let's let's start with uh, let's start with Allison. Obviously, how do, how do you think he played tonight? I don't think I think Allison made what two good saves tonight. Um, didn't really have much really to do, or he didn't do anything wrong. Um, and I think he's you know. People obviously were doubts Allison. There were doubts over his performances tonight. I think he didn't do anything wrong tonight. So I would give him like a seven point five, eight, well seven point five. I don't think I don't think it was an eight. I think seven point five for me. Um, I don't think he yeah. did anything wrong. Yeah, I actually I thought he got a finger to that uh, that that Benzema chance, but it was just a deflection from Kabak. But uh, other than that, you know, he made that great save. Uh, off of Vinicius when he was on a breakaway, he, Vinicius took a big touch with his head, and um, and Allison came out and saved, and then he saved the follow up from Benzema. I think that was massive. So I, I'll give him an, a seven and a half to an eight. I thought he was, I thought he was really, really back to his best tonight, and we were, we were concerned for him going into this game, but um, I thought he came through. He didn't have that many chances to to go up against. I think he had two saves, but um, overall, I thought he played a great game. Um, let's go to Trent. How do you think Trent did today? Um, I thought Trent defensive wise was really good. He Vinicius Junior never had any anything against him tonight. There were a few times where Trent caught Vinicius Junior and blocked him off and tackled him. So um, I don't think I don't think it was Trent's best game in terms of attacking wise. I feel that he's played much more better. Uh, but he did feel he did put a few good balls in, which I did feel that we should have done better with. So with Trent, um, I'm giving him a seven point five as well. Yeah, the chat. Julian saying Trent gets a nine. J Doc eight and a half. Eve saying an eight. Um, BB is saying uh, Trent was one of our best players. Eight. Yeah, I thought Trent was definitely one of our best players for all the hate that he got last game against Madrid. And you know, Vicious definitely had his number in that one. I thought he came back and, and gave Vin- uh, Vinicius a, a really tough game, and he was one of our driving forces uh, when, when we had the ball. So I, I'm going to give Trent an, an eight, eight and a half. I thought he was phenomenal. I think he definitely, um, he earned it. He, he had a great game tonight. He had an absolutely great game tonight. J-Doc says Trent had the most, most touches. 104, most penalty area entries, 26, most crosses, 17, 
most ball recoveries 10, most chances created. Yeah, I'm giving him a nine. After those stats, I'm giving him a nine. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll bump it up to a nine as well. I think Trent, after reading those stats, he was phenomenal. Um, Kabak? Um, Kabak, I'll give a – I'm going to give a – that's tough. I thought Kabak played really well, actually. I'm going to give Kabak a – I don't. I don't know if I want to give him a seven. He's not going to seven. I'm going to give him a six and a half. I think. I think Kabak. I think Kabak played well. He he lost possession a few times. I thought Phillips outshined him tonight a little bit. Um, but but he, I thought he played a, a pretty good game. You know that again they weren't really tested too much. Uh, but when they were tested, I thought they did a good job of it. I thought it was more of the midfield that played phenomenal in this one. In this one, and, and that allowed us to. Um, be a little more, um, be a little more concrete back there, but I still think he, I, think, I still think he played well. I'm gonna give him a six and a half. I'm gonna give him a six. I don't, you know, I don't think, although I don't think he had much to do, but I do feel that there were a few times where he was quite sloppy possession. Um, but you know, for what it is, in, what, in terms of what they had to do tonight, um, yeah, I'm just giving them a six, give him a six for that. Okay. Um, yeah, the chat. Most of the chat agrees. J Doc said six. Um, yeah, I don't even know what Clop Out is saying. I'm just not going to read it. Clop Out. What are you saying, man? Um, let's go to Phillips. What do you think of Phillips? Came. I'd give Phillips six point five. Don't think he did. I think he did a few times as well. He gave the ball away. Um, but I think you know, in terms of what he had to do, in terms of headed clearances, he did. He did make some good headed clearances. Um, but I don't think I don't think I don't. This was a game they were really tested. You know, Madrid were painted most of the time. So, you know, I don't think I don't think Trick Phillips was a seven for me. Others, um, not I'm going six point five. I'm going to give Phillips a, a seven. I think seven. Yeah, I thought he was phenomenal tonight. I thought he played really well. I thought he did really well against Benzema. He frustrated Benzema. You could tell that Benzema just didn't want to play tonight. He. Uh, didn't like he wanted. To, didn't look like he wanted to be there, especially in that first ten minutes. He got banged up. I think he got taken down by Milner, and then Phillips came in on a corner and really roughed him up a bit. So I, uh, I thought, I thought Phillips was good. I thought he um, made up for a lot of his mistakes in the, in the first leg. So I, I'm going to give him a seven. Um, the chat is kind of uh, inconsistent here. Eve saying six and a half, seven for Phillips. Julian saying a six. Uh, BB is saying a six and a half for Nat. Um, so yeah, what do you think about Robertson? I, I think Robertson is six for me. I think I don't think he was that good today. I think like compared to if I compare him to Trent's performances, I thought Robert was poor tonight. He didn't do anything going forward. He wasn't really tested defensively, but he didn't do anything all going forward. It wasn't the Robbo that we know that's you know normally gets down the byline, gets crosses in, and you know I think he was just okay today. Like, just did, you know, so I wasn't that impressed with Robbo tonight. Yeah, I thought I thought Robbo did the simple things well. I thought he kept possession. He thought he defended well. Um, but he just wasn't really an attacking force today. And that's kind of what we've seen in the past, like, three to four months. He just hasn't really been getting down to that touchline too often. I mean, a few times today, but um, he wasn't nearly the threat that Trent was. So I'm going to give Robbo a six for me. I thought that um, could have been better. Um, on, on a different day, he might have been better, but today he definitely struggled uh, offensively. So, 
six for me for Robinson. But let's go to the midfield. Um, what do you think about Fabinho? Well, I'm the chat real quick. J Doc said seven for Robbo. Uh, Eve, I think we've been in agreement for mostly everything. Eve's saying uh, six. J Doc changed it to six and a half. Robbo needs a rest from BB seven. Um, Overextend, overexerted himself for Villa. Yeah, you know, he definitely does need a rest. So maybe we'll see some Mikas over the weekend. We'll see. But uh, yeah, what do you think about Fabinho? Fabinho, I thought he did well. Like he did some good recoveries, good tackles in the middle of the park. Um, I thought he looked good under pressure in the first half. Um, wasn't his best game. I don't think Fabinho was amazing, say, like how he was when he played Barcelona. Uh, but he played well. Um, and I thought when he, when he went centre-back, he wasn't really troubled and he made a good tackle against Virginia's junior when he was running through. Um, I'm giving Fabinho 7.5. You said Fabinho or Firmino? Fabinho, 7.5. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought Fabinho was good. Um, yeah, I think you kind of hit all the, all the points. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him... I'm going to give him a seven. I didn't think he was outstanding or anything like that. He wasn't a game changer like he was against uh, Barcelona a couple of years ago. But um, I thought I thought he played a good game, you know. And uh, after that first leg where I thought he was poor, just like the rest of the team, I thought he was poor. I thought today that he, he you know, he, he definitely stood up and made himself be counted. So, yeah, seven for me. Seven for me for, um, for Fabinho. Uh, J-Doc is saying a six for Fabinho. BB saying a seven. Eve is saying a seven. Um, let's get to the main man, James Milner. What do you think about James? I thought Milner was was outstanding today. You know, I think I think Eve mentioned it earlier that how you know once Milner went off, you saw we lack leadership again. And I thought like he set the standard. Like the first challenge he did in Benzema in the first half, he set the standard. Like that was a good challenge, you know. Um, and he set the benchmark of like the energy. And I feel yeah. when he went off, we lacked energy. We lacked presence that was getting in Madrid's face you know so I felt Mina was very very good tonight so I'm giving him an, an eight yeah I'm actually gonna agree with that one I thought I thought an eight eight and a half I thought he was absolutely I'm gonna give him an eight and a half I thought he was phenomenal I thought that he really he is what we were missing in that first leg he set the tone uh, in the first in the opening minutes with some crunching challenges and that immediately got the rest of the players up and that's when we started to take control of that first half um, so I, you know, his leadership, you're right, is what we, what we were missing in that first leg. And it was evident tonight. So eight and a half for me, for, for James Miller, 35 year old man. Um, J doc saying a 10, uh, Eve is saying a nine for Millie eight from BB. Uh, yeah, J doc. I thought he just did every, he did everything right. He did everything right. And I was, you noticed it when he, um, when he left the pitch tonight, fortunately, he, um, he had huge impact. And once he left, we, we weren't the same. So um, let's go to Genie, the ever contentious player. Um, I think Genie played better than he did in Madrid, which but I think he was shocking like everyone else. I don't think he was, I don't think Genie was anything spectacular. I don't think he did anything better than Fabinho. So, um, well, I think well, I gave Fabinho seven point five, seven seven point five. Genie, I don't think he was anything spectacular. Um, I don't think he did anything that special. Kept the ball well, but he missed that good chance where he should have scored. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he was anything special. What did you give him? Seven, seven point five. I find that I don't think he, I don't think he was I don't think it was eight million level, but I think seven point seven point five. Yeah, I was gonna, I'm gonna give him 
six and a half. I thought I thought he was good. I didn't think he was great. Um, I thought he yeah, did. I'll more seven, though. What's that? I'll need some more seven. So if you can six point five, I can see why you're saying that. So maybe seven six point five. <laughs> Sophie, Sophie, say something bad. I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was good. He he missed it. He missed a big chance. Um, you know, he doesn't get many of those. So you, know, you can't expect him to. I guess we probably could have expected him to bury that one. But um, you know, we didn't see the the heroics from from Genie this this go around. Unfortunately, I thought he was good. I didn't think he was great. Thought it could have been better. Um, definitely wasn't as bad as the first leg at Madrid. But. Um, Akiri says this front three couldn't score in a brothel at the moment. Yeah, we're gonna get to them in a second, man. They, uh, they I thought they played well overall, but they couldn't. They couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. J Doc saying a six and a half for Genie. Eve saying a seven. Um, Genie, another one that needs a rest. Six and a half. Uh, Klopp out is saying a five for Genie. Yeah, yeah, he's an ever contentious figure. So a lot of uh, a lot of different scores there. But um, let's get to the front three, and then we'll get to the subs. Uh, I'll start with Mane. What do you think about Mane? Mane, I think you played. I think Eve said it earlier as well. She said that this is the best I've seen Mane play in a long time. I think it's true. I think Mane looked more energetic. He looked more happier, more on it tonight. Um, he didn't score, but he should have had an assist in terms of Salah. Salah should have had a, scored his assist. Um, I think he looked energetic in the first half. In the second half, he lost his way like the rest of the team did. Um, and I think he got frustrated when he when he moved to the right hand side. I don't think he was effective on the right hand side. Although he although we know Marnie can play there when he, you know when he first joined Liverpool, he's very good on the right hand side. I don't think he was that good when he went to the right hand side. I think he became um, nullified there. So would I give Marnie six point five seven? Yeah, J Doc saying a seven and a half. Eve saying seven and a half. I thought he was for what he was. I thought he was phenomenal in the first half. I thought he was the old money, the money that we all loved, and you know that we've gotten to know over the last three years, three four years. Um, but in the second half, he kind of disappeared. And I think you're right. I think that's one of the one mistake that Klopp made, in my opinion, was he put Jota onto the left and he put Mane onto the right, Mo through the middle, and it just it just didn't work. It just didn't work. I thought Jota should have been in the middle. His movement in the middle, I think is better than, than Salah's. Um, and I thought, I think Mane is much, much more effective on, on the left. Um, so I think that's the one mistake that, you know, Klopp might've made tonight, but in terms of Mane, I'm going to give him a seven overall. I thought he played really well in the first half, but he just disappeared in the second half, unfortunately, uh, after those changes were made. So, um, BB is saying six and a half for Mane. Klopp out is saying eight and a quarter. Um, the thing with Mane, he slows the play down sometimes. Yeah, he does. He does. I think a lot of players can be can be uh, guilty of that. I think. Yeah. And that first twenty minutes, man, he was he was increasing the pace of, of the game. Uh, you know, he was constantly going at Valverde, from what I remember. But um, yeah, it was it was good to see his confidence back for that first 45 minutes. It really was. Hopefully he can continue it in the uh for the rest of the season and ensure his top four. But what do you think about Bobby? What are we giving Bobby? Um so I thought Bobby looked much more livelier than he has done in a lot of games as well. Um I thought he kind of like did his job in terms of you know, Cruz didn't have much of an impact in the game. Yeah. So I think I think in terms of stopping Cruz from dominating, like dominating the game we did before, I thought Bobby 
did that, you know, and he was he his link up play in the first half was good. Yeah. Um, I thought he was causing Madrid problems. In the second half as well, just like Marnie, he faded and he started forcing it. And he started trying too hard to hit balls that were sloppy. And there's also the chance, I think, was in the first half where we had that counter-attack and his ball was so sloppy. Oh, oh the ball was so bad. The train, yeah. train was yeah. being run and he waited too long and Mendy just read it like a book. Yeah, it was such a poor pass and lazy pass. Yeah. So I think, although Bobby did play well overall, um, I'm giving him a... Well, I give mine a six, I'm, again, 6.57, you know, around that, around that mark. Yeah, I'm giving I'm giving Firmino a seven. I, I thought that, like you said, he 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 missed some big chances in terms of that pass to Trent. I think there was another one to Salah where he, he didn't get it right, and then he missed a one or two chances. But yeah, I think Eve said it perfectly here, and that's where I think Klopp might have you know Klopp could face some should have faced some criticism a little more. Is that Firmino should have started that first leg? You know, we saw what he can do tonight with a defender at his back that Jota couldn't do in the first leg. I thought he was absolutely phenomenal. So seven, seven for me for, for Firmino. I thought he was great. Hopefully he can, again, could continue it. But um, J-Doc saying seven and a half for Bobby. BB is saying a seven, a lot of sevens tonight for, for everybody. So uh, Eve saying seven and a half for Bobby as well. And Klopp out is saying 6.75. Um, finally, let's get to, let's get to Salah. Oh, do you want to say something? Yeah, I was just going to say, make sure everyone, Smash that like and subscribe button, please. It really helps us. So yeah. keep pounding it. Smash that like button. The seven of you, smash the like button. And share share this with everyone. Your friends, fan members, everyone who's a Liverpool fan. Or even a football Where's fan. Salah. Salah. In terms of overall gameplay, I thought Salah looked threatening in terms of his running, his dribbling, his link-up play. I thought he looked threatening. In terms of finishing, he was shocking. Yeah. You know, like, and that's what, you know, costs tonight because, um, you know, I'm not going to get on Salah's back too much because, you know, look, look, Salah has, we're in the top four race because, you know, because a lot of Salah's goals. Yeah. You know, like, it wasn't for Salah, we wouldn't be in the top four race. You know, the, the times he's scored us and, you know, the fact that in a Leipzig game, Salah's goals got us to the quarterfinal as we wouldn't be there. So, but at the same time, Salah wasn't good enough tonight overall, you know. So the same again, like six, six point six point five seven for me. I don't, I don't think any of the front three were above a seven, so around that mark for me, you know. Because I think overall Salah did play well, so his yeah, finishing yeah. wasn't on today. Yeah, for me, it was the. You know, I, I would have given him a six, six and a half, probably a six and a half. And I think that if he scored a goal. That easily would have been jump, jumped up to eight, eight and a half. I thought he was, you know, like I said earlier, he was great in the ball. His passing was good. He was doing everything right, so he couldn't put it in the back of the net, which was kind of the story of the night. So, six and a half for me for for Salah. J Doc is saying uh, seven for Salah. Finishing was next level terrible. Yeah, and it was just very uncharacteristic of Mo. It just it was very surprising to be honest, especially on the big stage. Um, BB is saying it's seven and a half for Salah. So definitely one of the higher higher ratings for Mo. Um, and Eve again agreeing with us and saying six and a half to seven. So um, finally, let's just go quickly through the subs. Uh, clop out six point nine five. Thanks, man. Um, again, let's just go quickly through the subs. Tiago, Jota, and you can't. I don't even know if you can give Ox and Shaq a, a, a no, real. I don't. Re- I don't. They have not counted. So what you? Yeah. So what do you think of Tiago? Had at least half an hour, right? 
What's that? Yeah, he hit at least half an hour. Tiago and Jota had half an hour. They came in at yeah. six. I think I think Tiago was a for four three. Like he did nothing because he was he, you know for what for what we know Tiago's ability, and it has been a mixed season for him. You know, like he's had the injuries. He's coming to a Liverpool team that's missing its best players. There's been lots of turmoil. A lot of players are out of form. He's been having to play out out of position at times, and he's come in the game cold, in a way. Not played really started the last three games, and just it just he the game was the game the game was past him when he came in came in and just just went past him. So yeah. he never really affected it whatsoever. So I think he like I said three four it was shocking. Did offer, offered nothing. You know he didn't control the game. He didn't do any like inside for passing. He ever hit that pass of Robbo where Robbo was run through? And even he, you've seen his face like he knows he should be better than that. He was shocking. I think, I think so, Robbo was offside though. I, I oh, was at, oh, I think he was. But even still, Thiago I, makes that pass at Bayern Munich. It was yeah. shocking. It was shocking. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to fully blame him. It's it's a tough game to come into. You know, you're, you're looking for you're looking for inspiration, and he just didn't he didn't really have it tonight. He couldn't match Milner's intensity. But for for me, I'm giving. I hate to say I'm giving him, give him a four. I thought he was. I thought he was pretty bad. And I, I have Sofa score up in the background, and they gave him a seven. Who? I just, really? I mean, yeah. Was, I mean, what were they basing that on? I mean, he had 45 touches, passing accuracy 88 percent, long balls. He was three for four, uh, ground duels one. He was two for three. He lost the ball five times. He only fouled once. Two tackles. I mean. When you look at the stats, he looked like he played okay, but the eye test tells the real truth. I think today, I think he just didn't. I think the last game was the game to play him, and, and it's tough for him to come off the bench in this one and really make an impact. So for me, I'm giving Tiago a four. Um, the, <laughs> Sophie's saying that they, they were crap. J Doc five for all subs, but Tiago gets a three. Wow, yeah, that's that's tough. Um, uh, let's see. I think, that's, I think that's even for Santiago. He only fouled once. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jota, uh, Tiago, 0.5 from Klopp out. Uh, okay. Um, what'd you think of? What'd you think of Jota? You know, except I said I said on the map, the watch along that how um, I think I watched on the Anfield rap, and they were talking about how Jota in in Spain. Felt overall by the whole situation that like he'd never played in the Champions League level really before. I know I know he'd been on the bench for like Porto when he was when he was in Spain, Portugal, but he'd never really played in that level. And he looked the situation, the whole situation got to him. Like he froze in the thing, like oh wow, I'm in the semi, I'm in this quarterfinal against Madrid, and he froze. And it, it, the situation became too big for him. I felt again tonight. Like if you saw Jota when he comes on normally in the league, he's done, he, he he's more involved in the game. Much more movement. I felt even when he played, he played left wing against versus Villa. He played much more better than that. He created chances against Villa. He looked more threatening. He came on today against a guy who's not a natural right back and was shocking. You know, and again, like Thiago, as we as we were saying, it's very hard for him to come on and change the game. And maybe and maybe we're used to Jota coming off the bench and scoring goals in the league. And yeah. we thought, oh wow, Jota's going to come on and bang us a goal and stuff. But we, I think we must remember as well, Jota's only. I'm trying to make excuses. Come up from injury recently, right? So 
you know, the fact that he came back and sco started scoring straight away after injury, you know, most players don't do that. So, um, but I thought overall tonight that Jota was um, poor. Uh, yeah, I'm going to... So, wait, wait what did you give him? Uh, Jota's rating is... The same, 3-4. I, I gave Thiago a 4. I'm giving Jota a 3. I thought Jota was terrible. I thought he was... I thought he was awful. And it's funny, going back to sofa score. Um, let me pull it up real quick. They gave they gave Jota 6.4. 67% passing accuracy. Um, crosses 0 for 2. Dribble attempts 1 for 4. Um, so he lost the ball 13 times. So it he did, it wasn't he didn't have the game so you know it wasn't it wasn't for him tonight unfortunately um <laughs> yeah thanks for joining us club i really appreciate it man um but yeah so for, for me i'm giving joe to three i thought i thought he and tiago were, were poor when they came on and hopefully we can bounce back who do we have this weekend leads on monday leads on monday okay um what do you think about Klopp then let's give Klopp a rating that's a tough one you know when you think about Klopp. Um, I'm giving Klopp so I think in Spain he was shocking I, I, I'd only give him a 2 in Spain 2 or 1 tonight I'm giving him a 6.5 I felt like people criticise his, his his lineups, but if if they had scored those 3 goals or taken one of those chances it's a different game and everyone's everyone's calling Klopp a genius you know, small margins you know he can't he can't do anything more in that first half. The the the, the chance we're putting the plate for Salah and, and, and Ginny, you know, then he can't do anything more there. You know, unless unless he's on the pitch himself scoring, he can't do any more. Um, otherwise, the subs. I don't. I mean, I think he got the. Wrong, I think the. I think he got the. He took the wrong players off for the subs, um, and I give him six point five. I, I don't think he could have done more tonight overall. Klopp. I'm giving him a seven. I thought that he got. I thought he proved a lot of supporters wrong. I thought he got the first half spot on. You know, the press was immense. Real Madrid couldn't handle it. And if the finishing was there, we would have gone through. So I thought Klopp put the players in the position to succeed. Unfortunately, they didn't come through for him. Um, but that was in the first half. And in, in the second half, I think he made the right. I think he made the substitutions at the right time. But unfortunately, the substitutions didn't come through for him again. The one thing I think he did incorrectly was uh, his formation. I thought that he, or I guess his positioning of the players. I thought Jota should have been through the middle. Mane should have stayed on the left. Mo on the right. And Bobby should have dropped in. Um, unfortunately, he didn't do that. Jota was probably his worst, second to worst game for us. Mane disappeared. And um, the, the rest happened the way it did. So... Yeah, six, six and a half for me for, for Jurgen. Um, Eve is saying six and a half, seven. I'm sorry, I said seven. I, I said a seven for, for Jurgen. Um, Eve saying six and a half, seven. BB saying six and a half. So, yeah, I mean, ultimately, tough game overall for the Reds. We should have, I thought we should have gone through. We deserved to go through, but the, the finishing just wasn't there. And sometimes that uh, that happens in football, you know. That, that, that's, the way, that's the way the ball rolls sometimes. But before we end, let's end on a high. We're going to do some quick trivia. Well, homie, what do you got? So first one, what's the worst date you've ever been on? 
I, I got mean, mine in my head. Maybe like a Tinder one when Tinder first came out. It was. I'm terrible at that stuff, so it was it was pretty poor. What about you? What happened? Anyone, anyone in the chat as well? Have you got your worst date? It was just awkward. It was just awkward. You know, I think there was, you know, it just didn't, it just didn't work out. Thank, my thank, one, thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> my one was, um, uh, so it must've been like eight years ago. And I went on a date with this girl. I think, yeah. Yeah. I went on a date with this girl from Plenty of Fish. And, um, she turned up basically on the date and just said to me, look, we're sat there because the phone kept ringing, going off. I was like, well, who keeps calling you? And she goes, oh, and then she goes, who is that? She goes, oh, it's no one. I said, well, someone keeps calling you over and over again. That's a bit weird. She goes, and she eventually said, look, it's my boyfriend. And I was like, wait, you've got a boyfriend? She goes, yeah, I'm only on this date just to piss him off. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not. And I said, I said, what about me? She goes, yeah, I don't really like you. And I was like, okay, wow. Um, You're like, okay. are you getting the bill? <laughs> I, I, I didn't. I think we only had like one drink, and I was like, "She's wow." Yeah, she had not. I didn't really like you, to be honest. I just, I just got up and walked out. <laughs> so right. that, was, that was the worst one. All right, what's the next one? Next one. What's your sandwich out of these? Jam sandwich, peanut butter sandwich, peanut butter and jelly, peanut butter and jam, or just a butter sandwich? Or do you have a different sandwich you like? I, I go peanut butter and jam uh, all day. That's the best one. Jelly jelly's too. I don't know. I don't like, uh, jelly's a little strange. I don't like jelly. I used to have it as a kid all the time, but uh, <laughs> as I've as I've grown and as I've matured, I've gone to jam. Jam is the best. Raspberry jam. It's the way to go. Uh, for me, it's just butter. But I like melted butter sandwich. So I like I like to melt my butter. So you it's just like melt butter on it. Yeah, I like melted butter. I don't, I'm not really fond of jam. That much I don't, I don't like peanut butter um i don't like jelly so i just like i will put butter in it melt it put melt it toasted like toasted crisp and have it that way but i might add something to it but that's how i have it <laughs> Do you, wait did you say you toast the bread at all yeah toast the bread yeah so it melts oh my it. god jeez i was gonna call you a crazy person if you didn't no i don't i, don't, I have to have tasted bread i can't have just bread um yeah uh just on its own like that dry i don't like dry bread that way yeah um All right, last, last, one. One. last one um what film made you cry jeez man you're pulling out the tough ones today um why don't you go first while i think about it uh what made me cry um and i also says not as a teen not as a, not a child as a teen teen upwards so what made you cry um was that's a tough one actually i i'll, I'll probably say forrest gump i didn't uh, cry I, definitely, I, definitely I teared up forrest gump forrest gump at the end when, he, when he's talking to jenny at the tree gets, <laughs> gets me every time or when bubba dies bubba that's a tough one too <laughs> i'll say stand by me i don't i haven't seen that one it's good. It's really good. Like the three boys who, the four boys who go on a little road trip and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's really good because um, the guy who plays it, River Phoenix, who yeah. I think Keanu Reeves dies. He dies. He dies in real life at the time of the movie, but in the film they kill him off as well. 
and you know it's sad how he dies and the guy's reading reading about him saying oh i didn't know he's he, he died so um yeah that's the australian ones hopefully, hopefully that cheered up people you know that the dates and stuff that last one probably didn't <laughs> <laughs> but maybe we'll cheer up a bit and we can leave here on a high um but otherwise yeah you guys have all been amazing as always in the chat yeah make sure you hit that like and subscribe button you have it done um yeah. tell your friends about Yanks the cop to every Liverpool fan, football fan about Youngster Cop, so we can grow this Liverpool family as big as possible. And also, again, thanks once again, everyone, for helping us get to 300 subscribers. I um, really appreciate it. We wouldn't have got there without your help. And onwards and upwards to 500. And, um, you know, me and Andrew, Stephen, like, are really grateful. And um, we've got some exciting news coming up. So um, stay tuned for that. And we are going to have more watch-alongs, match previews, but other great content shows coming up for you. So, you know, it's, you know, it's exciting times. Otherwise, yeah. anything else? Thanks for joining us. I think you were new to the chat today. Thank you so much. Really appreciate your uh, your contributions today. Good stuff. Um, we'll be we'll be back on on Friday for Friday's final word, just to like go over a bunch of stuff, everything Liverpool news, um, and then we'll be back again after that for uh, on Sunday for the preview of the Leeds match on Monday. So 100%. stay tuned, guys, and uh, look out for our content on our respective Twitters. Um, and we'll see you guys again soon. Up the Up red. The red.